Local Matters brings you incredible stories about Indiana original businesses making a positive impact in Indiana and the entrepreneurs leading the way. I'm Mel McMahon, and today we'll get the story of how Tracy Land started Frangipani Body Products, a plant-based skincare company. We'll talk about all the challenges and the successes along the way and why supporting local businesses really matters. You're listening to Local Matters, brought to you by Indiana Originals, leading local living. Tracy Land, Frangipani Body Products, thank you so much for joining us on Local Matters today. Oh, thank you for having me. It is so good to see you. Very good to see anybody, but especially you. Yeah. And per (laughs) usual, your skin is beautiful. Thank you. Very much. Wonderful. Question, has this always been the case? Have you always had great skin? No. That's no. What, no, I really haven't. And actually, it's always still um, dis, uh, disarming when somebody tells me that. I'm really? always like, oh, really? Oh, gosh. Does it like, catch you off guard? It does a little bit. Yeah, because I always struggled with, with my skin. I always had acne um, flare-ups, always had sensitive skin, redness, all those things. So, And then um, in my late 20s, was diagnosed with rosacea. So... No, I was not a, oh, I, you know, don't wash my face for a week and don't have any issues. You know, yeah. I was never that person. Yeah. Well, we don't like those people. Let's well, be uh, yeah. I mean, they're just kind of. <laughs> mm. We wish we could have that. Yes. We, we do. Yeah. We do. But tell us about Frangipani Body Products and tell us about what makes your company different than some other skincare lines out there. Yeah. So um, Frangipani is a line of skincare, mostly face care. Um, so face washes, face serums, face and hand lotions, um, uh, body oils for your arms and legs, um, some healthy balms like lip balm and deodorant. And then I've recently released a soothing face toner and a clay-based face mask. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, that um, fun. So what's different and in the um, sort of green beauty, healthy beauty space, um, you know, there's a lot of what is termed as greenwashing that, you know, um, we have good ingredients. And then you turn the bottle over and there's maybe not really great ingredients in there. Mm. Um, so a lot of marketing on the front of the of the bottle versus the ingredient list on the on the back. So what makes Frangipani difference is when you is when you turn that bottle over it's really plant-based. It's really things that you understand and um, can identify in that ingredient list. So I'm, I'm really particular about how I source things. Steam distilled essential oils, uh, cold-pressed carrier oils. I source organically when I can, um, and then when I can't, I make sure that I source from where the plant's natively grown. So for people who aren't familiar, really, with what we're talking about here, mm-hmm. what could we be putting on our skin that we might not even be aware of? Um, lots of kind of crazy things um, because the uh, body care industry is not regulated. So we're not. Wait, it's not regulated? It's not regulated by the FDA. Really? So body care beauty companies can put essentially whatever they want in there. Well, that explains a lot. Right. I think. Yeah. Wow. So, I mean, the easy things um, to say are um, like petroleum products, you know, um, those are not great for your skin. They don't moisturize your skin. Um, they, ca- they cause clogged pores. I mean, people talk about clogged pores. Definitely any kind of petroleum 
based ingredient in something is going to clog your pores. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there's also other um, ingredients, you know, that um, are roots in other things like um, antifreeze. You know, those sorts of things, right? And, or um, parabens is another big one that people hear about. Um, They're preservative and they're they're kind of um, questionable on if they're really great for our health. So when you were six years old, were you making your own skin masks in the sink of the kitchen (laughs) or was there something else you wanted to be when you grew up? Oh, so this, so that's, uh, that's kind of a a big, uh, wide question with a wide answer. Um, But yes, when I was young, my family knew that every Sunday night before, you know, having your routine before you go to school Mm -hmm. the next day kind of thing, get ready for your work. Mine was, I took a bath, I put a mask on my face, um, I'm the age where, like, you did the VO5 hot oil on your hair. Yes, all of those things. you had your own little spa day. Absolutely. Spa night every Sunday night. So my family knew that, and it was just kind of a funny joke, you know, that that was my my beauty time. Um, I'd paint my nails, you know, do all kinds of stuff. I always... Uh, read the mag, you know, the girl magazines to see what the new things were and um, what a new thing could change my skin or Mm -hmm. change, you know, make me look totally different. Uh, I always uh, paid attention to all those things. So, but in terms of what I wanted to be when I grew up, I didn't ever associate that interest to what I would do for a living. Oh. Yeah. So um, I had a very misguided semester in high school where I thought I wanted to be a physicist, and that was not okay. not a great, great plan. So that ended quickly. <laughs> um, but otherwise, you know, you, you hear people say, I specifically wanted to be a nurse or I wanted to be a doctor or whatever. And I never had that thing that mm-hmm. I could identify. Um, the only memory I have is the movie uh, Baby Boom. Okay. With Diane Keaton. Uh-huh. And I remember watching that movie and saying, I want to be her. I want to be, like, she, you know, she was a big executive mm-hmm. at an ad agency in New York City and had this kind of glamorous life. And she was powerful. Like, in my, this is how I, you know, viewed her. Mm-hmm. She was very powerful and um well respected and I just I just I sort of wanted to be that you know Mm -hmm. I wanted to be in an office with a uh, suit and I wanted to you know have have people work for me and and be uh quote successful right right? well that's what we were told that's what we were told right yeah kind of the whole point of the movie not to spoil it for you (laughs) is that her life is interrupted suddenly suddenly and she gets new priorities yeah and and that's actually something that's um really interesting to me that that resonated so well with me when I was younger because before Frangipani I did work in uh, the IT consulting industry I traveled all around the country Um, you know I had to dress up I had to look nice all the time I was in airports all the time very fast-paced kind of life and um, you know and then it got interrupted just like her and I started a company just like her. And so um, when I look back on that now, it truly was the only thing I ever identified with 
of that's the adult I want to be um, and how it kind of followed real life now. So how do you go from working in IT to starting a plant-based skincare company? Right. Yeah. So like I said, I I worked for an IT consulting firm, traveled around the country for about 10 years. Um, Then I actually moved here to Indiana and I worked locally consulting uh, for a few years. And it was something, I went to college um, for uh, my degree is in computer information systems. It was always something I enjoyed, um, not something I thought was like suffocating or anything like that. Um, But I also never thought I would do it forever. You know, like career day at school, I would see people talk and they'd be like, oh, I did this first and then I did this second and I did this third. And I always thought they were the most interesting people you know, they had like this variety of experiences. And so I didn't think I would do it forever, but I didn't exactly know what I would do. Mm-hmm. So when I got a little restless in my job, I decided to, um, I went back to school actually to, for like on the weekends to be a book editor because I'm a big uh, reader and thought that would be a, a great idea. And then I had my first interview in realized I couldn't do it. Oh. <laughs> it was not going to be something that fit me very well. Okay. Um, and so, which was, you know, those are good lessons to mm-hmm. know, right? Yes. Um, then it was kind of a time when cupcake shops were becoming oh, yeah. a big deal. They were popping up everywhere. Um, yeah. And so I thought, well, I'll open a cupcake shop. And I was like, but I don't make, I don't bake. Mm. I don't make food. So Could that was probably, challenge. yep, not a, not a great thing. Mm-hmm. I was going to open a bookstore. I because, can see you doing that yep. from what I know and, of you. And yes. I, I worked in a bookstore in, in high school and, and a little bit in college. So that really fit. And um, I'm making, you know, dating myself here. But I sent off for a binder that to- was titled How to Open a Bookstore. And it came oh, in the wow. mail. <laughs> and this honestly, I'm trying to think of when that was. That was like 2000 seven maybe it's not as long ago as it feels it's not really really not it's not i mean that you know the internet existed but i probably ordered it off the internet but we were still buying things in binders right so and it was so it's titled how to open a uh, bookstore and you opened it and the first page said you will never make money running a bookstore and i oh my goodness closed it and never did (laughs) i was like oh well that doesn't work either what a great business idea (laughs) We should start that. We're just gonna. What do you want to be? Yep, and we'll send you a binder that says it's not gonna work. Not gonna out. work out. Oh yep. my goodness. So, so I did. I kind of. I was restless. I knew that there was something else I wanted to do. Um, I just. I didn't know what it was. Right, and um, so I eventually <clears throat> left uh, my consulting job and followed some coworkers that I really liked working with to a software company, which is a different kind of um, working in the IT industry. And so I thought that would fulfill me. It didn't. And and six months later, I was laid off with half the company. So it was actually really a gift because um, about a year to a year and a half before that, I had been in a spa and um, I was getting a facial or a massage. I'm not sure. I don't actually remember which one I was doing, but I, I would do both, right? Because I was still very interested in that experience. Mm-hmm. Now I just went to a spa and paid people to do it instead of doing it at home. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
they had in the waiting area, they had a book. And I opened it up while I was waiting, and it was a book of recipes for skincare. And I had already at that point been diagnosed with rosacea. I struggled. Tell, tell us what that is for people who aren't familiar. Yeah, so rosacea is a skin condition, um, mostly in your cheeks. It can work into your eyes if it gets out of control. Um, but it's mostly where you see people who are really flushed and have okay. red cheeks. Um, they look like they're chapped all the time. Yeah, like exactly. Kind of like they've been out in the winter yes. air. Okay. Yeah, chapped, chapped uh, cheeks. Mm-hmm. And um, there is no cure for it. Um, you really manage it in terms of going to the dermatologist, getting creams for it. Um, I have personally managed it by um, triggers, managing triggers. Mm-hmm. So things like wine make me very flushed oh. and, and give me my rosacea symptoms yeah. if I drink it. Um, hot beverages do it to some people. I've talked to people who say chocolate does it. Um, spicy foods. There's this whole list of things, and and you can manage it. Ma- you manage the symptoms of it. So again, putting stuff in our body or on our body, yep, triggers those reactions. Exactly. Yep. So I had been going to the dermatologist for a long time and had creams, but they didn't really do anything. Um, and I had adult acne problems. So this book really opened my eyes to. I thought, well, wait a second. If I know. If, if I follow this recipe and I know everything that's in that recipe and I know that I'm not going to react to those things, maybe it would serve my skin better. So I went home that night. I bought it um, online and started making stuff. And, you know, the idea of actually selling it was never something that I really f- had in my head. Mm-hmm. That wasn't something um, I understood, right? And so I my face cleared up right my my skin improved yeah a co-worker friend of mine was like what are you doing to your skin oh. and i said well you know i'm making my own lotion and i was kind of because i was like somebody who kind of dabbled in a lot of different things she laughed at me and she was like well of course you are like that's <laughs> you know and she said but i want to try some and so i gave her some and a few days later she called me and she said you need to sell this and that was literally the first time I'd ever considered what that meant. You know, I needed that to marinate in my head for mm-hmm. a long time to understand um, that I could make this product and put it in a bottle instead of my Tupperware container, right, that was going to sit on my counter. Yeah. And put a label on this and actually retail it as a product. So, Well, and you have some of those products in front of us right now, and they're absolutely beautiful bottles, beautiful yes. labels. Yes, like, thank you. It's, it's fun, too. Yeah, you know, I do like it to be fun. And that's, that's a really good topic, too, because um, the green beauty, natural beauty industry, um, everybody wants things to be green and white and calm and yes. plain. And I'm, I'm very not. Very neutral. Very neutral. All those neutral colors. And, and I am not neutral. <laughs> well, even the name is fun. Frangipani. Yeah. What, what is that? For people who, you know, they've probably heard Frangipani, but have no idea what it is. Yeah. And especially in Indiana, it's a really big topic because of the IU fight song, um, Gloriana Frangipana. Mm-hmm. And so Frangipani, with an I at the end, is a flower. And it's a tropical flower. It's considered the flower of inner peace, which is why I named Frangipani Frangipani. And um, 
sometimes people know it as plumeria. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a, a scent for one of the big retail chains that's called plumeria. So that's usually where people know it. And the same, same flower, it just has uh, two different names. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And different than the frangipana from the IU Fison, too. <laughs> a little different. Yeah. So that was yeah. back in, what, 2009 is when you officially started selling? Yeah, so August of 2009 was when I got laid off my job, and I said, you know, we'll just, we'll try something different and see where that goes. And it's grown. I mean, you make it in a private studio. It is in locations all across the Midwest. Yep, all across the Midwest. You can buy it online. I mean, Mm -hmm. you have this incredible business now. Thank you. What motivates you to keep doing it? Oh, you know... Because I love it, and and I, that's I you know that I, doesn't sound very um, very interesting, I suppose, but I do. I mean, I you know when I back to Baby Boom and Diane Keaton, I've always been bus- uh, interested in business. Mm-hmm. You know, when I decided to go to what I was going to do in college, I just knew I was going to go to business school, mm-hmm. and um, then I had a computer class and said, oh, we'll we'll go in that direction, right? But um, I'm fascinated by businesses. I'm fascinated by how they're run, how they make money, how they um, affect the community, right? Like that's always been very interesting to me. Um, but I'm also really passionate about body care, right? I have been for essentially my whole life. So um, having those two together is, is a blast, right? Coming up, the challenges and successes Tracy has had along the way and what she wants you to know about starting your own business. This is Local Matters. Hi, I'm Lance. And I'm Mel. In the spring of 2012, we were walking around downtown Indianapolis. We were looking for someplace local for dinner. We threw out a restaurant name and Mel asked, Is it local? That simple question became a much bigger conversation and our company, Indiana Originals, was born. Every Indiana Originals member is certified local. That means the business is an Indiana-owned and operated company, headquartered here, and not part of an out-of-state chain. When you discover and support a business on our website or on our app, you are keeping more money in Indiana, helping our communities be unique, and creating jobs. If you spent 5% more on goods and services from Indiana, we would have $1.8 billion more for our schools and infrastructure. So when you break it down, that's just $35 per household per week. When you see the Indiana Originals badge, you know you are supporting local Indiana businesses. Download our app powered by B&W Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Drains and get your business certified local at indianaoriginals.com. Indiana Originals, leading local living. Hello, listeners of Local Matters. This is McFarling Foods, and you know, 2020 was quite a year. McFarling Foods was there through it all because McFarling Foods is serious about partnership. We are in this together. That's what it's all about. We care about what's best for your business. How can we help? And McFarling Foods is a partner to local, independent restaurants. Because, hey, anyone can sell you food. Wouldn't you rather have a partner? A partner who's invested in this same community. McFarling Foods. We're local. This is our home, too. It's where we live, where we work, and where we raise our families. See, nothing's more important to us than our community and our neighbors right here in central Indiana. Oh, and we are very proud to be an Indiana original. For more about McFarling, go to McFarling.com. That's McFarling.com. 
We've been chatting with Tracy Land of Frangipani Body Products, who started her business in 2009, creating plant-based skincare. Tracy, what's the hardest part about being a business owner? Uh, so I think a lot of business owners would probably say um, having to manage everything, right? I'm, I'm a one-woman show. My parents do help me a lot, but, um, but I'm the one who makes all the decisions. So, and that is, it's difficult. Um, but I would say for me, um, getting noticed or, or being um, taken seriously and being important. And the example I always give here is um, my suppliers. So, you know, I buy ingredients in bulk. I buy bottles and jars in bulk and caps and pumps and all of those things. And <clears throat> for a company my size, I don't buy just one box, right? So I'm not... I'm not buying things um, at a retail store, mm-hmm. right? I'm not doing that. I'm buying from wholesalers, but I'm not buying a pallet either. Right. And so there's this middle ground that um, for, you know, 11 years in business that I've always been fascinated by um, because I buy thousands. I just don't buy tens of thousands. Mm-hmm. And until you buy tens of thousands, you're, you're not considered important, to a company and so it's it's a constant battle of figuring that balance out of um of being bigger Mm -hmm. but still tiny Mm -hmm. if that makes sense well i think it does make sense it makes a lot of sense because you know it's perception too Mm -hmm. right you know especially when you're looking at your own company and what you're doing you know i you look at indian originals sometimes and i'm like oh man we have you know almost 300 members okay mm-hmm. well is that good or is that bad mm-hmm. right and mm-hmm. it's like well, right. what are you comparing it to right we're bigger right. than some chambers of commerce right right but yeah. we're not like you know maybe as big as um you know some other organizations right right yeah um and you're right people do treat you different and mm-hmm. that's why you know small businesses you know that's why we stick together it is right well, that's why we have to stick together right because we need um we need that support mm-hmm Mm-hmm. And it's hard to do things by yourself because it can be a really lonely place. Yeah, it can be. I'm pretty introverted, um, so that's comfortable for me. I've had to, I would say, selling to people has been something that I had to work through. Yeah, because before COVID, you were doing a lot of sampling. Oh, yeah. A lot two of in-person three, stuff. Yeah, two to three times a week, my mom and I would be in a store selling um, to people. So that was something I had to work through. But um, so for me, I mean, pre-COVID, the days when I worked all by myself was kind of a relief. Um, now I miss my customers for yeah. sure. Oh, yeah. I bet. Yeah. Well, and that's really a rewarding part of your business, mm-hmm. right? It is very rewarding. Yeah. I love talking to people um, and help, you know, helping them, especially like if somebody was is in the same position I used to be in where you know, maybe they're in their 30s or 40s and they cannot stop the adult acne problems and they don't know why, you know, and I can help that walk them through what worked for me and what might work for them and just have that very real conversation about that. And then they come back and I've had these instances where people will come back. There was this one time at, at a, at a um, it was an outdoor festival, actually. My mom and I were both working in this woman. She came up and she had had, and I remembered her, honestly. She had terrible acne problems. And, and she was 
you know, she had kids, right? She, she, she was like, I am done with this. This is not what I'm doing anymore. And she was very skeptical to buy frangipani at the time. And at this outdoor festival, she saw our tent and she came up. There were all kinds of people there. And she, she actually cried. She was like, this has helped me so much. I've never had anything help my skin. And this is it. And you should have seen the look on everybody's face. All yeah. the customers who were standing there. But it you know, made my mom and I cry, too. I was going mean, to ask if you cried, too. Yeah. I mean, that's it's really, um, it's a very intimate conversation that you're having with people and something that's very um, personal mm-hmm. and, and hard, you know, to say, I don't think I look pretty, you know, or I don't think I look the way that I should look. And... You know, so th- those conversations—they're big. Mm-hmm. They're really big, and when when you can change it for somebody, it's really, really rewarding. What would you tell others that want to start their own business? What do you want them to know? That you should work for a big company before you ever consider opening your own business. And um, I used to go down to IU every once in a while. They had a class there for entrepreneurs, and I used to talk to them every semester and some of the students would always think that was kind of a weird answer but um, my IT consulting experience was invaluable to the way that I do business now Um, you know I learned processes I learned how to communicate I learned how to deal with a big business how it works Um, and so now the big businesses that I deal with now I talk to other smaller companies and they don't work with the big companies that I work with and and they'll you know communicate to me that you know because they think it's scary or it's too much work or it's whatever the reason that I can work with the big companies I work with is because I've had that experience in the past I know what to expect how to how to uh, maybe manipulate the conversation how to communicate with them it's just invaluable so I think that you need that bigger company experience before you can um, make sure that your processes and communication is up to speed for a small business too. Because the reality is you're not just whipping up skincare products. You're Mm-mm. doing everything else yeah, everything. that goes along with running a business. All of it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Floor to ceiling. All of it. <laughs> Why does supporting local and being known as an Indian original matter to you? Um. I think I mentioned earlier that I'm fascinated by how businesses affect their community. And I'll be perfectly honest that until I started Fran Japani, I wasn't really aware of how that worked. And now I am. You know, now I have a much better understanding of how I spend my dollars and how it affects the community, right? So we want our local restaurants to survive, right? Because we want to be able to walk down the street on a nice summer day and sit outside and have dinner outside. I'm gonna spend my money at a place like that so that that still exists. So yeah, I just think it's important to invest in what you want to see in your community. Um, And so, related to Frangipani on that, when I was out talking pre-COVID to stores or to customers in stores, um, it was always an, a great conversation to say, well, you could buy 
this brand that's in every single store across the country, or you could buy Frangipani and you're actually contributing to your community. Um, so I think that matters. You know, I just, I'm just a person who thinks that that personal connection to things matters. I, I'm, I'm not an Amazon shopper. I haven't bought a single thing on Amazon in seven years because... And you've survived. I have survived perfectly well. <laughs> um, and, and, you know, you can have whatever view on that that you want, but it's solely because I want to invest my dollars in my community. Won't we vote with our dollar? We do. Right? As much as people want to say it doesn't matter, it does. Mm-hmm. It, it really up, does. And we see it all the time. All the time. Tracy, besides IndianOriginals.com and our app, where do we find out more about you and how do we support your business? So you can go to FranJapaniBodyProducts.com. You can find it at local stores. And um, I love that because if you buy Frangipani at a local store, you're supporting Frangipani and you're supporting the local store. You can shout out some of those stores. Go ahead. Double whammy. Um, So uh, Georgetown Market. Another Indian original. Yeah. Good Earth. Mm Mm-hmm. Up in Kokomo and Lafayette, you can go to Sunspot, Whole Foods stores all around the Midwest. And then there's new um, websites uh, like Shop Indiana Grown. And I think that's it. Yeah. You're Sorry. everywhere. I try to make Frangipani very convenient for people to buy. Uh, it's not, doesn't serve anybody if it's hard for you to find. So if you're local if you want it in your local store reach out to me and we'll see what we can make happen and you can also ask your local store manager if they carry it absolutely right that always straight to the source you know um i sort of preach that to people a lot because they don't understand that talking to people at your local stores even if they are big chain stores right even if it is a whole food store they want to hear from you about what you want Mm -hmm. in the store and if, if what you want is not on the shelf, they want to know that. Um, so that works. I, I always um, advocate for people to say, you know, that really works. Yeah, we do the same thing. You know, ask if your favorite independent place is an Indiana original. Absolutely. You know, let oh, them yeah, know perfect. we exist. Yep. You know, ask them. People come to me with referrals all the time, and I'm like, awesome. Did you tell them about us? They're like, what? Yeah. I'm like, it's a cold call. Like, I can pick up a phone book and get their information, right? Mm-hmm. But if you've told them, hey, yes. You should be an Indiana original. They've heard of it. It helps me really move that sales cycle where it needs to go. Right? So much better. I mean, the reason that I am on the on the shelf at Whole Foods is because people went into that store and asked for it. Exactly. Absolutely. Not a question. Exactly. And one thing before we go, I want to talk about the value of your products. I feel like some national brands, I mean, you can run out of their product in no time because they just want you to buy it over and over and over again yeah i feel like your products last a really good time so that is very true full-size frangipani products are a six-month supply and trial sets are a three-month supply and the reason there is because i don't use any fillers so if we're talking about a shea butter lotion 90 percent of that that jar is shea butter right or jojoba oil or the essential oils that are in there. There is no water, there is no alcohol, there is nothing that fills that uh, product that will make it run out faster. What that does mean also is that you use a lot less 
Um, if you use too much of them, you're going to regret it. You know, I always tell mm-hmm. people that. Be careful. You can always add more, so start slow. But yes, that's wh- exactly why they last a very long time. And, you know, uh, talking price point with people, I always stress that because you might be paying $27 for your face wash, but you're only going to buy it twice a year. Mm-hmm. And so do the math on that of how often you buy a different face wash. Well, I think that says a lot to the value and the quality of yes. what you provide. Yep. So. Tracy Land, Frangipani Body Products, thank you so much for being our guest today on Local Matters, and thank you for doing your part to create healthier, stronger communities and more jobs in Indiana. Thank you. And thank you for listening to Local Matters, made possible by Indiana Originals, Indiana.Gifts, and McFarling Foods. It's an honor to bring you incredible stories about Indiana Original businesses making a positive impact in Indiana and the entrepreneurs leading the way. Learn more about why local matters at indianaoriginals.com and on our app powered by B&W Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Drains. I'm Mel McMahon, and until next time, keep supporting local. Thanks for listening to Local Matters, brought to you by Indiana Originals, distributed by the All Indiana Podcast Network. Download the Indiana Originals app, powered by B&W Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Drains, and check out indianaoriginals.com.